What up, people? It is Wednesday, March 20th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. So much has happened since my last podcast. I honestly don't even know where to start. But just going through some of my notes, um, I would like to start off with the dude in the White House once again and his idiotic um, comments about John McCain. I don't know what this dude's issue with a dead man is, but apparently it's something. Uh, I don't understand it. He seems to be unhinged when it comes to John McCain. And his attacks on John McCain are just ridiculous at this point. I mean, John McCain has been dead for seven, eight months now, and he's still attacking this dude. Um, And part of it is because of the repeal and replace Obamacare. And John McCain voted no on that, mostly because they didn't have a plan and he didn't like the plan that they had or whatever the plan was, he didn't feel was beneficial. So it's not like he didn't want to um, repeal and replace Obamacare, but he just didn't have a better option at this point. He voted no. And Trump still holds grudges against that. I mean, we all know how petty Trump is at this point. Um, He proves that day in and day out. And his constant attacks on McCain, actually in a speech today, he said um, how he approved the funeral that John McCain had and he didn't get a thank you. I mean, this level of pettiness from the person that holds the highest office in the United States is just ridiculous. But, I mean, what can you expect from this dude? I mean, nothing should surprise us at this point. Uh, nothing really surprises me at this point. This is the same dude that um, was speaking at a Paralympics uh, ceremony. And to these Olympians' face, he said it was hard to watch them. And for those that don't know what the Paralympics are, these are athletes who um, are disabled. And they compete in the Olympics uh, after the regular Olympic Games are are placed or held. Uh, they have the Paralympics for the disabled athletes, and a lot of these people have you know served their country and everything. And to their face, his words were, "It was hard to watch." But for some reason, he continues to get a pass, um, no matter what his base will support him, no matter what he does or says, and they'll just continue to support him, and I just don't understand this at all. Um, And actually, when he was signing Bibles, um, I think that was somewhat disrespectful, but his base loved it. And I just think about if President Obama was signing Bibles, people would have had a fit. People from the right would have had a fit. Um, They already called him the Antichrist and all kind of other names, but it's just... I'm just so confused, honestly, at why people still support this dude and why he continues to um, attack John McCain uh, seven, eight months later. It's just ridiculous. And then the other day, uh, Trump basically threatened people that are against him, saying how he has the military support, uh, he has police support, and he has the Bikers for Trump support, and they're really tough people. And if something, you know, doesn't go his way, you know, they can be tough. And to me, that sounds like a threat. If he doesn't get his way, he's basically uh, blowing the dog whistle to his base that, you know, to perpetuate violence. And But 
you don't hear that in the media. They don't talk about that. I mean, a lot of his rhetoric and a lot of his tone is based around threats and violence and nobody's really talking about it. So, for instance, if he doesn't win the 2020 election, one thing I have to give Trump credit for, he is fairly smart in the fact that he knows how to get to his base. Even before the 2016 election, he started laying the groundwork that if uh, he was not elected, it was going to be rigged. He started that very early on in the process, saying that, you know, the votes were going to be rigged, everything was going to be rigged against him, so his base would act a fool, basically, if he lost. But since he ended up winning, he didn't say anything was rigged at that point. So now he's doing the same thing going into 2020. He's already putting those messages out there to his base that uh, if he doesn't get his way or if he's not elected, uh, it's always somebody else's fault. Somebody's fighting against him. And it can be a a fair square loss. Um, So he's already circling the wagons putting that false information out there and basically uh, giving his base, blowing that dog whistle to his base, basically if something doesn't go his way to proceed with violence. That's what I got out of his comments. Um, And it's just crazy. But then I look at um, another thing going on right now is I was watching a show called The Daily Blast. Um, And I only saw a clip of it. I don't necessarily like the show. But one of the hosts, uh, his name is Bo Davidson, total douchebag. Uh, And actually, he's going to get my verbal middle finger early in this podcast. Um, The topic was, there's statistics from the FBI that crimes by white supremacists um, have increased by 180 plus percent over the past year. And she was asking why. You know, why do we think that is? Or why do they think, the additional co-hosts think that is? Um, And we've seen it. And it's hard to deny that uh, it's more prevalent over the past couple of years. Uh, If you look at a lot of the shootings, bombings, a lot of these people were right-wing nutjobs, Trump supporters. Even the dude in New Zealand last week um, had a whole manifesto about how he liked Trump and Trump policies and things of that nature. So, in my opinion, uh, based on Trump's rhetoric and uh, the things that he said and done, it stokes a lot of these crazy people's uh, fears about minorities, Muslims, and they act on it. But uh, Bo Davidson, instead of answering the question directly as to why did he think... uh, or if white supremacy seems to be more prevalent now, his response was, well, let's look at Chicago. A lot of people are getting killed in Chicago. But even with that response, if Republicans, or and this goes for Democrats as well, if they're so concerned about the murder rate in Chicago, what are they trying to do about it? You know, I don't hear any policies or anything about trying to take the guns out of Chicago trying to add more police force, anything like that. Now, I don't live in Chicago, so I don't know what the local news, what they're doing locally, but on the national level, of course, we haven't heard anything. But I think it is a fact that um, hate crimes has risen over the past couple of years, and a lot of that has to do with the dude in the White House and also with the lack of prosecution for a lot of these people. Um, 
it's just crazy. I mean, the mail bomber we had last year, uh, the synagogue shooter uh, from last week in New Zealand, the dude from the Coast Guard who had this whole manifesto and this list of people he wanted to kill who were Democrats, um, all of these were staunch, hardcore Trump supporters. And, you know, it's just this rhetoric that's being sent out is just so dangerous to America right now and basically to the world. Um, It's hard to believe that this type of rhetoric is coming from the top. And that makes it seem like this type of situation is okay. And these type of thoughts and and acts are okay when they're not. Uh, So I'm just really disgusted right now with everything going on. Um, I never thought I would see the state of the United States as it is right now, how divided we are as a country. Um, And I forgot, somebody said the other day that uh, Obama is to blame for not uniting the country. And that's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard because anything he tried to do was uh, was shot down for the most part. Um, he tried to work with other people. He tried to work with Republicans. And Mitch McConnell's own words was his greatest accomplishment was uh, not approving anything Obama did. On the night of Obama's victory for the first term, he said that we want to make sure he's a one-term president. So he did everything he could Um, so Obama wouldn't succeed. And as of right now, uh, Trump, I mean, I'm just confused by the whole thing. This is just one of the most ridiculous things I've ever witnessed in my life. Um, But back to the view and Meghan McCain, and, you know, she was very upset uh, about what Trump said about her father, and that's understandable. Um, I don't watch the view often. And part of the reason is because Meghan McCain, I am not a, a, a fan of hers at all. I feel like she can be a spoiled brat. I feel like um, she makes everything about herself. Uh, and especially when it comes to her family, she makes everything about the McCain name. Uh, when they were discussing the college admission scandal last week, uh, she brought up the fact that someone said that uh, Arizona State, you know, was not a good school or whatever, and she went on this whole tangent about how one of the buildings at Arizona State University um, holds their name and how it's a prestigious building and all of this stuff, and then Joy Behar brought up uh, legacy admission into colleges. So, for instance, if your great-grandfather went to Harvard, your father went to Harvard, um, you should automatically go to Harvard, even if you don't have the credentials or the grades to go. And Joy had asked what the panel thought about that. And Megan went on this tantrum about how all of her family have been in the military, I think the Naval Academy, and how her great-grandfather and her grandfather and her father and her brothers, and that's basically legacy. Well, Joy was like, if they have credentials, I don't have a, a problem with that. But again, she tried to make it about her and her family, and that just annoys me. Um, because it's not all about her. Not every conversation, not every topic is about her and her family. So I definitely think she had a right to be upset and a right to respond to that dude in the White House uh, 
comments about her father, but I just wish she wouldn't make everything about her and her family. Uh, moving on from Trump and that idiot, um, I wanted to touch on Wendy Williams, and I'm definitely not a fan of Wendy Williams at all. Uh, I would not watch her show. I would not support anything she does other than the fact that she's in rehab. Um, apparently on her show yesterday or the day before, she announced that she had been uh, living in a sober living facility for a while and she's going through treatment and uh, for rehab. And my comment about her is I don't care for her because she's made a living and made millions of dollars off of the pain of other people and gossiping about other people. Uh, when the rumors came out about her husband having an affair, she didn't want to talk about it. She wanted privacy during this private family matter, etc. But this is what you do. You put everybody else's business out there, but you don't want anybody to talk about yours. So that's why I didn't like her on the radio. I never listened to her. I don't watch her show. Uh, if she's interviewed somewhere else, I will not watch it because I don't like the fact that she makes money off of putting everybody else's business out there. And I feel like this is karma coming back on her. Um, I don't know if she's a nice person or anything like that, but I just don't like the way she handles her business. And I don't like the fact that she's making money off of other people's pain. And she has this platform, this TV show, to where um, she gives her opinion about everybody else, and but she doesn't want it back. And I just feel like karma is... It's coming back on her right now for everything that she's done and what she's talked about people over these all these years. It's coming back on her. Um, I don't have any sympathy for her, but if she is uh, going through rehab, I hope she gets better. But that's really the only thing I can say about that. Uh, but I'm definitely not a fan of her. Um, and I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about is... I'm going to also give this week's verbal middle finger to Adrian Broner. And Adrian Broner is a boxer um, who has a lot of talent. And when he initially started, was a really good fighter, but he's lost his last three or four fights. Um, and he just continues to stay in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. And apparently he got into a altercation or, or verbal dispute with this uh, guy the other day. And basically, he went on a rant saying how he didn't like gay people or he was going to shoot him or punch a gay person if they approach him or try to hit on him. And, dude, you just unhinged, man. I, he's been like that for a while. He's been kind of going off the deep end. And, um, like I said, a very talented dude. But that rant he put on Snapchat or whatever it was on, it was definitely unnecessary, uncalled for. And um, that type of rhetoric can really get people hurt. You need to check yourself, man. So uh, that's all for this week. Until next week, God bless. Peace.